0: Hi there. Welcome to episode 6 of the Waveback Music Podcast. Today's game is Katamari Damacy for the PlayStation 2. Enjoy. Hello again, this is the Wave Back Music Podcast, a show where we listen to and reminisce about some of the best video game music there is. My name is Chris, and I am your host. We are live again, so a big thank you to everyone who's tuning in to our broadcast. We've got a real treat, because today's game is about as strange as games get, and that is the soundtrack. That soundtrack reflects it in every way, and I mean that in the best way possible. This is going to be a long episode, so... Prepare yourself, it's filled with bizarre, colorful, hyper, and downright beautiful music. So strap yourselves in for the eclectic musical stylings of Katamari Damacy. Katamari Damacy was released for the PlayStation 2 on September 21st, 2004 by Namco. In all honesty, it defies description. Nothing I can say can accurately describe what it's like to to physically play this game, but I'm going to try anyway. In essence, Katamari is about rolling a ball around and doing whatever you can to make things stick to it, to make it as big as possible in as little time as possible, in order to please your impossible-to-please father. You play as the Prince of All Cosmos. Your father, the King of All Cosmos, who is a tightly-dressed, large cape-wearing fellow, got drunk one night and accidentally destroyed all the stars in the sky. He decided to task you with recreating said stars, and uh, with something called a katamari. The katamari is a ball that th- th- things stick to, or rather uh, things stick to it. Uh, it. It doesn't stick to things, things stick to it. Uh, you roll it around making... Th- uh the the katamari bigger and the bigger the things the bigger the katamari gets, the bigger the things you can pick up and it just kinda goes and goes and goes and rolls like a snowball. You'll start with paper clips, move on to pencils, to watering cans, to cats, to bikes, to people, to cars, to buildings, and so and so and so, so forth. It is a magnificent game, teeming with personality, uh none of which are larger than your verbally abusive father, <laughs> from his constant belittling to your A constant belittling of your work to his impeccable fashion sense, to his bizarre mode of transportation called the Royal Rainbow, where he barfs a rainbow (laughs) that transports the prince around to wherever he wants him to go, the King of All Cosmos is one of the most delightfully bizarre characters I've ever encountered in a video game. But anyway, on to the music. This game's soundtrack was composed by several people, and I'm gonna do my very best to pronounce these names correctly. Yu Miyake was the primary composer responsible for the bulk of the soundtrack, including the incredibly catchy main theme, which is referenced throughout the rest of the soundtrack. It's it's really cool. Like The songs are very different from one another, but this main theme kind of sneaks its way in uh, to a lot of the tracks in, in some small way. The other people involved are Asuka Sakai... Akitaka Toyama? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Yoshihito Yano, Yori Misumi, and Hideki Tobeta. It's there. <laughs> we've got lounge music, jazz, acoustic, J-pop, and more. And it is all just a delight. We're gonna play a lot of of the tracks from this game because the soundtrack is entirely is amazing. But. Um, Kind of similar to our previous episode, there are some tracks that just don't translate that well to listening on their own. They work really well as background pieces for stages, but not so much as just listening on their own. At least that's my opinion. So I'm gonna play. We're gonna play the tracks that I like uh, the the best as just stuff to listen to on their own. This team created something truly unique and special, and Katamari wouldn't have been the success it was without this music. For me, music. Can make or break a game, and this music definitely made Katamari for me. Starting with this first track, uh, this next, this first track that we're going to play is called "Sasan Katamari," and it is the first song you hear. It's the first thing you hear after the PS2 startup screen. So you'll turn you'll, you'll turn on your PlayStation Two, and then if this is the first time you've played the game, actually just kind of in general, um, the Namco logo shows up, and this music plays in the background and um you kind of start off with your little your little character rolls a katamari in front of it and you get to choose from like your start slots like your save slots or start a new game and you just move your little character around and push forward and then once you do that the character rolls up whatever piece of the namco logo and starts off the game now what you're going to hear is the full track uh the beginning of this track which is going to be just vocals Yes, just vocals, um, is what you hear just over that little Namco thing. Um, and then there's a couple of other tracks that happen, including uh, what is going to be our track three, but we're just going to play this one song in its entirety. Um, the, the part where the rest of the instruments come in for this track are the uh, training stage, which we'll talk about after we're done listening to it. So without further ado, here is track number one, Sasan Katamari. No
1: na 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 na
0: that is, so that track loops and loops uh, over and over again while you're in this weird little dome area, and you can, your your father, the king of all cosmos, who you met in the intro of the game, which, like I said, we're going to get to that in a second, the music that plays over that, and we will discuss the insane intro to this game. Um, So your father's head just kind of floats around and says all kinds of demoralizing things to you while trying to teach you how to roll your Katamari and introduces you to the controls. And one of the the coolest things about this, and I didn't notice this the first time that I played it, is eventually it tells you to look around, and if you look straight up to the ceiling, there's a hole in the ceiling, and your dad is just looking at you through the hole in the ceiling. (laughs) And it's kind of creepy and kind of awesome. Um, but that that right there is is a vocal version of the theme, and it just sums up the personality of this game so flawlessly because it's just some dude uh, doing the drums and everything. <laughs> it's it it just it cracks me up every time I hear it, and I, and I love it. But but that melody right there, you're gonna hear in in pieces throughout the rest of this soundtrack. Now the second song we're gonna listen to is uh, appropriately called Wanda Wanda which will make a lot of sense as soon as you hear the song. Um, And it is part of the uh, first... I guess... That was like the control seminar that the Sasan Katamari plays over. Wanda Wanda plays over the training course. Like, it's your actual... Now you're going to start rolling around and picking up things. Like, now that you know how to move the Katamari, your father has uh, tasked you with this small area to just kind of roll around, pick up some things, and make a Katamari only a few centimeters tall. And... This song has just, it's got a really good groove to it, but it's also got this really strange instrumentation, um, which, again, will make sense as soon as you, you hear it, that the song is called Wanda Wanda. It reminds me a lot of, like, I guess it reminds me a lot of Rugrats' soundtrack. If you remember the old cartoon Rugrats, uh, it, it just it, this song really kind of conjures that up for me. But uh, anyway, let's listen to track number two,
2: Wanda Wanda. 35 35 35 35 35 35 35 35
0: Is why they call it Wanda Wanda. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's if you listen to the bassline of that, it almost seems like they're saying "bd bomb, bd bomb" to say the line, which is interesting. But um, yeah, that's that's a heck of a track. I really love the the, the groove to it. The just kind of gets you going a little bit, but it's ridiculously weird on top of everything else. And <laughs> I don't really know what more to say about it. It's 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 just a it's just a fun track which is just one of the many, many fun tracks that you will experience during this episode. And now I'm realizing what I did here. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, um, let's move on to track number three. Uh, Track number three is the title screen, which is probably the track that I should have played second, now that I'm actually listening to to this in order, but we'll get back to that. Uh, Yes, the next track is called Katamari on the Rocks. And this is the main theme just kind of blown up into full majestic glory. You have to see the intro to this game to believe that it exists. Um, the first part of this next song is what uh, the intro to the game is, is comprised of. And eventually there will be a stage in the game that you get to play to this song, which just kind of loops over and over again. But, oh my goodness, uh, this is just such... Bizarreness—it's—it's it's out of this world. Um, once the uh, the backup vocals come in, they start. Uh, little ducks appear on the side of the screen and start uh, singing along. There are dancing pandas, mushrooms growing all over the place. This is just an intensely bizarre song uh, and an intensely wonderful song. And it will always remind me of the majesty of the king of all cosmos. So. Without further ado, here is Katamari on the Rocks.
2: Do your best. Picnic so, <feel> so good. Cute afternoon. Yeah. So
0: majesty in its purest form <laughs> oh god that track is just amazingly bizarre uh and wonderfully catchy so enjoy having that stuck in your head for the rest of the week so yes that was katamari on the rocks which is the primary theme of katamari damacy and what more can you say about it it's it's just got everything it's got a good beat it's got i'm sure it's got great lyrics <laughs> What what little are, are understandable in English. I have no idea what they're singing about. I'm sure it's singing about rolling things up into balls, uh, which is a really fun thing that this soundtrack does a lot, is that it's, it's all about rolling things up and love and whatever the other <laughs> bizarreness that this game is just filled to the brim with. But yeah, Katamari on the Rocks. Damn good song. Always reminds me of The King of All Cosmos. Anyway, it is time to move on. So this next track is... I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce this. Uh, For the longest time, I thought it was called Figure 7777. Um, But upon further inspection, it is actually called Fugue Number 7777. Uh, F-U-G-U-E. So I'm just going to say it's pronounced Fugue. I don't know why. But... (laughs) So this next song is... Another song that reminds me a lot of the Rugrats soundtrack, actually even more so than uh Wanda Wanda we heard earlier because it's another one that's kind of seems mostly comprised of synthesized voices. And it is it's an oddly pretty tune. Uh it, it's this is the song that plays when you are uh, <laughs> your father is basically interviewing you before a stage. Uh you're, you're this little teeny tiny Prince of All Cosmos and your dad is ginormous and it's a picture of like behind you and looking at your giant father and he's kind of talking to you about the next stage that you're going to play and and what the size of the Katamari you're supposed to be uh, making is and whatnot and um, it's just this kind of really weird quirky song that kind of resolves itself into this very pretty tune like it's actually a, a beautiful number and well, there's uh, no sense in me continuing to explain it. Let's just listen to it. Here is the next track of the evening. I believe track number four Fugue, number
2: 7777. Seven, seven, seven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and yeah, that is that uh. So, the, actually, the reason that this track is placed the where, where it is in the evening is because the first time you hear this track is, um, before, um... Oh, boy. Come on, brain. Uh, th- this is the music that plays during a very short cutscene of your father destroying the stars. Uh, you get to actually see that kind of happen. It's, it's really silly-looking, and then it jumps right back into this track, and, um... So this is what sets you up on your way to your your first proper stage in the game. But like I said uh, before, you hear those little pieces of Katamari on the Rocks in there. Like, it's not really just a straight version of that song, but it's got pieces of it filtered into it, kind of creating this cohesive whole Because as strange as this music sounds, it all fits together. Somehow it all seems to mesh well in this one game. Like, it is all very distinctly from the Katamari soundtrack, even though it is off the wall and all over the map. Um, Just like this next track. Um, Let's see, this is going to be The Wonderful Stars Walk is Wonderful. And this is probably my second favorite track of the game. Um, this is the song that plays over the, kind of the hub world, you go to your, this is your home planet, or so your father says, which is a very small planet that you just kind of float around, and stages kind of appear on it, and you get to choose those stages and play them in whatever order you like as they, as they open up, as it were. And, uh, this is just a gorgeous, gorgeous piece of music, <laughs> Um, this song is is astounding. It is probably my second favorite song of the night, and it is just really just something wonderful. So, you, it it starts off as this kind of very uh, uh, it's, it like an acoustic guitar is carrying the 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 bulk of this the melody of this song, and it kind of builds in a very strange way. Like you'll kind of hear these these almost off key. Almost strings like showing up in the background, and then it kind of takes a weird sidestep into circus category, uh, circus territory, and then kind of back to being beautiful again. And what I really want you to listen to is this kind of secondary, higher notes that come in on like a second acoustic guitar. That is, it's just gorgeous. I I can't stress how uh, enough how much I I love this song, and it's just, it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous piece of music. And I love it to death. So here is track number five, The Wonderful Stars Walk is Wonderful. I love the part after the, about a little bit more than halfway through the song where the bass line kind of changes a little bit, just kind of adds that extra layer of amazingness to it. Ah, oh, I love that song to death. And what's what's super cool about that is is I actually didn't hear the rest of that song until I had played the game a few times because, yeah, you just float around this little planet and you make your decision on where you're going to go. Um, and the first time I heard the song actually Resolve was I was uh, working at a Game Crazy in, I believe, Brooklyn when this game came out, and I had it in our interactives, and I was playing it, because I, j- I just had to try this game, and I had left it on that screen to go ring up a customer, and after I came back, I had heard how much different the song got, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. This is just, is just gorgeous, and um, it's really stuck with me ever since. I I, I love that song, but and I'm sure you do too, because who couldn't love that song? Anyway, let's move on to track number six. Uh, the next track we're gonna pl- play is the first proper stage of the game. This is this is where you are finally out on your own to roll a katamari to replace a star that your dad destroyed, and this song is called "The Moon and the Prince." It is um, it's 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 kind of a straight rock and rock and roll track almost, but. I guess, sorry, definitely not a straight rock and roll track. I don't know how to properly describe this one. Uh, it's got a very straightforward rhythm to it, and it's got a really good beat. Um, it, it's a very video gamey song, except it's got lyrics over it. Um, and I don't know what most of them are, because most of them are in Japanese, but every now and then they slip in some English. And you'll definitely hear the phrase, shake it up, funk it up. So <laughs> here is track number six, The Moon and the Prince.
3: There 進むことをやめるんじゃないこのアースに負けないオブジェイを作れ Chicky
0: know about you but i was definitely shaking it up and funking it up (laughs) i love how this guy the the person who's singing that song is just so just embraces whatever bizarreness is going on and does it just with such gusto like he means it he wants you to shake it up and he really wants you to funk it up i I freaking love it um before we move on to the next track, I just want to say a general thank you to DJ Vestlord, who is, uh, again, uh, playing this wonderful music for us all live, and he's playing it in the bizarre order that I I sent it to him in and, ah, uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. But yes, thank you to D- DJ Vestlord. You are awesome for playing our wonderful music. And speaking of wonderful music, track number seven is next. And you know what track number seven is? My absolute favorite song of this soundtrack. This song is called Lonely Rolling Star, <laughs> and I'm laughing because my favorite song of this soundtrack is like a J-pop song, but it is the most catchy song. It's just incredible. This song is absolutely incredible. It is impossible not to not just, just get caught up in the rhythm of it. It's I, I, I should have done more research and figured out exactly who was singing this song, but this woman sings this song, and she just does it so well, and it's, it's so incredibly J-pop, but it's so, so catchy, and so, so good. And it's about rolling stuff into a ball, and turning it into a star. It's just, it's absurd, it is pure delightful. And Ollie, if you are listening to this, this is the track I want you to cover, Lonely Rolling Star. So here it is, track number seven, my favorite track of the game, Lonely Rolling Star. Oh God! The way all the pieces of that song come together, the way all of that music flawlessly comes together to just form—I mean, what it is—is just—it's just great. It's a silly song; it's just goofy as all heck. But man, oh man, just the—it's—it's it's musically wonderful, and it's—it's it's pure joy to listen to. I love it to death, and uh, I'm just ecstatic that. <laughs> Ecstatic at any opportunity to listen to it. Um, so now we're going to move on to the um, uh, where things really start taking a turn. Uh, <laughs> this next track is uh, pretty different from Lonely Rolling Star and and kind of different from most of the stuff you've heard so far. It is a very quirky song. Um, it's called You Are Smart, which uh, as you listen to the song, it will become very very clear why it's called you are smart um but it's it's catchy it's not my favorite song of, of the night not by a long shot but it is so strange it is just so delightfully bizarre that i had to include it tonight um because well <laughs> there are so few songs that are so strange yet will make you feel good about yourself because you are about to listen to track number eight you are smart If ever looking for a song to make you feel better if you're ever feeling dumb, this is the song. Because there's nothing quite like a song that constantly reminds you that you are smart by saying over and over again in a robot voice that you are smart. Um man, it's it's just such a weird song, uh but really stuck out to me cuz you know, you're just you're you're playing this game and it's bizarre as bizarre can be and then you get to a stage and you just don't know what to expect next. And then all of a sudden, the soundtrack just starts saying you are smart. And, you know, wh- where do you go from there? What do you do with that besides jump for joy because this game's amazing? Um, it, it's really good, good bass line, good groove in that song, good, good everything. <laughs> I don't even know what else to say about that track. Uh, so let's move on to the next one. This is track number nine. This is called Que Sera Sera. And it is another really it's another real standout track on this uh, on this amazing soundtrack because this is like <sighs> all right so this is like a lounge act almost like um really a very uh, let's let's see not really lounge very i guess sinatra inspired but the guy singing it is is clearly kind of trying to do a sinatra thing but is very Japanese, so his his English accent is great until he tries to say the word with. It's it's just hysterical, and it's got to be intentional. Like it is so, it's so exactly what it is. You just imagine some Asian guy trying to impersonate Frank Sinatra. It's <laughs> it's such a weird song, because well, much like everything else in the soundtrack's it's a weird song. I don't know why I keep saying that, but. Um, he the word with comes from i want to wad you up into my life uh, let's uh let's see oh, i'm so in love with you he's trying to say and uh, it doesn't really come out proper that's where his accent really just kind of breaks down but the song they keeps it's just about rolling rolling people up to make a single star in the sky like i want to wad you up into my life is just ridiculous, and and why wouldn't you say roll me up into the l- into my life? Who knows? They went with the word wad, and, <laughs> and I'm so glad they did. Uh, so, another song that simply defies description. I am not doing this music any justice by talking about it, so you need to listen to it. Here is track number nine, K Serah Serra.
4: I know you love me I wanna word you up into my life Let's roll up to be a single star in the sky I hear you calling me I wanna word you up into my life this lump up to make a single star in the sky to you. I'm so in love with you I wanna daba, you up into my life Let's roll up to be a single star in the sky. I need you to feel me. I want to word you up into my life. Let's love up to make a single star in the sky.
0: Whatever the hell that means. What a glorious song! Uh, I initially thought vibes with that one, just because um, like, uh, not vibes lounge with that, because of the vibes. That's that whole sound just has a weird lounge act feeling to it. Uh, boy, what a strange one. Um, but yeah, it's it's just another one of those great things that happens in this game that you have no idea what's coming next because you you go from a track like you are smart to a track like that and somehow it 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 fits right in there with the game um who knew (laughs) just just delightful so all right let's move on to track number 10 uh this track is called katamari t katamari Taino. parentheses roll me in uh (laughs) This is a, uh, this is kind of a, it's kind of a rumba track, I guess. Uh, I think that's the, the, the flavor that you would call this. It's, um, you know, kind of fast moving, um, kind of catchy, a lot of, you know, female singers and stuff like that. It's a, boy, it's a strange one. It's, again, not one of my favorites, but, uh, it, it's got a, it's got its own following out there. Uh, the, the one ups to an outstanding cover of this song. But, so, yeah, just another, bizarre track for you. So here you go, uh, track number 10, Katamari Taino, parentheses, roll me in. Bye. very unique track uh, among a soundtrack of nothing but unique tracks but yeah that's um i I guess uh, samba or rumba i don't really know the difference between them i probably should as somebody who's hosting a musical podcast but hey what are you gonna do it's a cool song um and it's just got it's got a good groove to it it's the kind of thing you kind of song you want to listen to while rolling things into a giant ball but i digress let's move on to track number 11 This next track is... I have kind of a a strange relationship with this next track. Um, The first time I heard it, I actually hadn't finished this game by the time I got the soundtrack. And the first time I heard it, the first five or six seconds of this song were just mind-blowingly gorgeous. Just unfathomably beautiful. And then this children's choir comes in and it's like, whoa! Uh I'm I'm not a huge fan of the 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 children's choir um but this song hits it hard like a very it's 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 very abrasive like the way it comes in it's just it's because the music starts with these strings and just this stunningly gorgeous song and then these these kids come in and it's all very I I've come to appreciate it for being very sweet. Um this one kid goes into a solo and you know his, his accent's very thick and um I would love to hear this song without the vocals, but at the same time they they do add a certain something to it. It kind of keeps it in the bizarre territory. Because even like something like the 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 Wonderful Stars Walk is wonderful uh, our track 5. That's a beautiful song, but it's not without its weirdness. Like everything in this game has to have that some sort of quirk to it. Everything is quirky. And this children's choir is definitely what gives this song its quirk, but man, I think it's about 1 minute and 20 seconds before the song uh, uh, before the song is over is it just becomes like the most of the most of the vocals drop out and it just is this stunningly gorgeous piece. I I cannot gush enough about how much I I love this song for everything that it is. It's just really one of the most beautiful pieces of music on the PlayStation 2. It is is stunning. So that's enough of me. Uh, Here is track number 11, Cherry Blossom Color Season. Enjoy. blossom color season that is uh that end part is just so gorgeous and it it sticks out so much in this soundtrack because it yet exemplifies it so much at the same time like all of this stuff is strange but it is so beautiful and that one probably the most literally beautiful track um, of the of the soundtrack just just stunning. And I, there was a longest time where I really didn't give this song the time of day because as soon as that that children's chorus came in it was just it was so harsh and so abrasive and I was like nope, next track and I wouldn't really give it the time of day and then when I I got to this stage in the game and heard the whole thing through to conclusion just a, a, it really just kind of balances itself out and is is a stunningly beautiful piece. It just Just simply stunning. Oh, goodness. So we're almost done here. We're here in the home stretch. We've got two tracks left this evening. Um, And these next two tracks are part of the ending. Uh, The first track that we're going to play is track number 12, Katamari of Love. And this is the song that plays over, I I guess, the the majority of the, the ending part of the game where you're You've, um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> um, this, so after you finish the game, you get this little bit where you're rolling up, um, planets and just the biggest stuff imaginable, and this kind of, this music plays over you doing that. It's, it's pretty surreal, much like the rest of this game, but, uh, it's, it's a good track. It involves, involves some singing. There's, uh, <laughs> there is definitely someone singing over this who is, I would say maybe doing his best a uh, Springsteen or Bon Jovi impression. It's, it's something special, but you, you have to hear it. So here's track number twelve, "Katamari of Love." <laughs>
5: どう Oh
0: something isn't it (laughs) what's neat about that track is that it it, it incorporates bits of which i actually have never noticed until just this moment that not only does it have pieces of the the katamari theme in it like a lot of the other tracks did but it also seems to have pieces of that cherry blossom color season song in it as well which is neat just kind of how it rolls a bunch of those tracks together ha rolls katamari pun good times uh, and so with that, we're on to our last track, uh, track number 13, Katamari March. And I, I had to save this one for last because it's, it's you know, pretty much the end of the game, and it's goofy as all hell. It really just kind of ties it back to some of the earlier tracks that we listened to um, with just this this weird quirkiness, but in kind of a more... I guess straightforward quirkiness, wearing its bizarreness on its sleeve as opposed to hiding under eighties rock ballads or lounge music, like some of this other stuff. Uh, so all right, here's <laughs> strap yourselves in for our last song of the evening, track number thirteen: Katamari March. <laughs> than that (laughs) if if that doesn't just sum up the katamari soundtrack as a whole i don't know what does um this game is is just an extraordinary anomaly they made a lot of sequels to it uh there's been weird offshoots on the the psp Uh, i think there was one on the vita mobile phones sequels on consoles xbox 360 and they've, they all take place in, the, in this Katamari world, and they they're all have their certain level of charm to them, but none of them are the first one. The original Katamari Damacy for PlayStation 2 is lightning in a bottle. It, is, it has that charm that nothing has been able to recapture since. Like None of the sequels have, in my opinion, come close to the, the sheer unadulterated magic that was this first game. It was the perfect game at the perfect time, and and kind of like I'm. I had mentioned that this game really helped rekindle my love affair with video games, and, you know, not that I ever truly fell out of grace with them, but this is just, this game was a reminder of why I love gaming. It's it is pure artistic vision in its most bizarre form, and, I mean, it, it's it's goofy, it's absolute insanity, but there's no no denying that it is a work of art. And this soundtrack is really one of its finest features. It's, it's fun to play, but it's not it wouldn't have been half of what it is without this music. And I'm for, forever grateful for its existence and for our ability to listen to this music. it's, it's just wonderful. So uh, And that's our show. Thanks everyone for tuning in and enjoying this incredibly strange and delightful collection of songs. Uh, The next episode is just a few weeks away, and the game will be the first of probably many episodes in the future to feature a soundtrack by one of my all-time favorites, Mr. David Wise. The game is Iron Sword, Wizards and Warriors 2 for the NES. And I would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of the game. So if you like, you can send them to mail at geekade.com. Also check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com, and Thanks again for listening. Have a great night.